Welcome back to Financial Flyby. First, for some disclaimers. The opinions voiced in this podcast are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific investment advice or recommendations. Individuals should always consult their own financial advisor or tax advisor regarding their specific financial situation before acting on any information provided. Securities and investment advisory services offered through Genius Wealth Management, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. And now on to Financial Flyby. Welcome to Financial Flyby. I'm sitting here with Patrick White. Patrick, before we get started, there's a few things I think we should go over. One is if you can give a brief introduction to John White and Company. The second thing is to go over how we expect this podcast to help people on a regular basis. We're going to do this weekly. And the third thing is to discuss our investment process. So if I could get you started on your introduction to John White and Company and introducing that to our listeners. Sure, Brian. So John White and Company was founded by my father, John, 30 years ago. And that premise that he had was he wanted to start a firm that would interrelate both investments and taxes together without really any allegiance to one specific or particular investment product. So there's a lot of people out there that can do taxes. There's a lot of people out there that can do investments, but there's not very many firms out there that provide advice on both sides of the table. Terrific. You've been with John White & Company for how long? Uh, 10 years for me. firm has certainly grown. Now we've added yourself here. And then we also have Marie in the office and Angie Clock as well. What are your credentials? Do you do taxes and investments? Does Angie do taxes and investments? How does everyone work together? Sure. So Angie just does taxes. She's an enrolled agent with the IRS. Uh, I do both. I do investments and taxes. I am also an enrolled agent with the IRS. And basically, a lot of people have heard of a CPA. A CPA is certified by the state to per, you know to do taxes as well as auditing. We don't do any auditing. We just do taxes here. So personal taxes, corporate taxes. We do some payrolls as well. Uh, and we're Angie and I are both certified by the Internal Revenue Service, the IRS, to practice before them. So in cases where we need to represent taxpayers in front of the IRS, we have the authority to do so. So just so I understand it better, an enrolled agent has a more specific role in doing tax returns where a CPA has a more broad role and maybe they can do audits or other other things so an enrolled agent might be more specific is that correct yeah that, that mostly encompasses it you know typically what I see is most CPAs either do taxes or audits it's one or the other you know you're not gonna find someone that that does everything I mean it's akin to your, your doctor you know typically you go to a specialist and a tax a CPA that does taxes just does taxes. A CPA that does auditing just does auditing. We just do taxes on that side of the ledger. Got it. And my background is I've taken all the CFA exams. That's a chartered financial analyst. Typically, that's found for people that work in the mutual fund industry or doing equity research. Uh, it's a lot of fundamental analysis on stocks. That means you're going to go in and look at their earnings, look at the credentials of the company, and make decisions on if they're investment worthy or not. So I'm here handling most of the uh, investment side decisions. So that kind of covers John White and Company. I think the next thing we're going to cover is what people can expect out of this podcast. What, what would you like them to be able to learn from this? Or where do you think we can really help people? I think that what we'll do every week, if this makes sense to you, is give a short, brief overview of where we stand in the market 
And that will be crystallized, I think, a little bit more once we discuss our investment process. And then the other purpose of this podcast was to probably share some of the concerns, thoughts, and strategies that we are encountering with our clients over the past week that are probably on the minds of of the listeners as well. So if I hear it right, it could be topics that range from taxes, because people are always going to have tax questions on a regular basis, to insurance, to financial planning, to investment advice. But the overall theme every week will be uh, what's happening with the market and give a, an update on that. Does that sound about correct? It sounds good to me. Okay, and then the last thing we're going to go over is our investment process, because I think that's different than most firms. Do you want to go over a few things that we look at as far as the investment process goes? Yeah, I think the thing that I've always found that has worked for myself to be successful is having a repeatable, systematic process. So at, at any aspect of my life, whether it's how do you study for an exam when I was in school, how do you go about losing weight or whatever that would be, going at it with a systematic process has always been more successful than trying just to fly by the seat of my pants. We have that process because truth be told that without that, emotions can take over for us just like anyone else. And when it comes to money, the emotions are obviously high, right? Right. So without this process, I feel like you're, you're kind of walking around in the dark. But our process really revolves around two main pillars. Quite simply, should we have the offensive team on the field or should we have the defensive team on the field? And secondarily, which areas of the market are showing strength and which areas of the market are showing weakness? With those two parameters in that framework, we can really put together a nice strategy and a nice plan. Sounds good. Let's go over the relative strength indicators first or what you mentioned what areas of the market are strong versus weakness how would you go about doing that well just like if you went to your supermarket there's going to be periods of time when things are in season you know certain fruits and vegetables are in season in the summer those are not in season in the winter so our job is to identify those things that are in season at the moment and things that are out of season we don't want to target or we want to somewhat be paring back from the portfolios. So we use a systematic process, again, that really helps us to identify where those trends are. And it's not a day trading strategy, so it's not looking at the last 24 hours, 48 hours, and trying to pick a trend. It's what has been somewhat working over the last X period of time. And again, you hold those winners until they tell you that the trend has thus changed. And that's probably different than a lot of other firms, right? When I look back to how we worked together, a major wirehouse 10 years ago, they had a different process where they rebalanced people quarterly. And what that entailed was they would sell their strongest producing assets to buy the weakest. So what you're giving me is a very different scenario of how you manage money. Is that correct? Yes. What you were talking about in the industry is called modern portfolio theory. And that would say over some sort of standardized time frame you sell your the things that have appreciated and re reallocate those monies into the things that have been weak but the truth is is that again 
we I use the supermarket analogy and that you know those things would be seasonal every six months but that is could be different in the financial markets in the sense that things can last for years mm-hmm. you know in in the 2000 the, the 2000s so 2000 to 2010 people said that was the lost decade for the S&P 500 because over that period of time really no money was made but there were other areas of the market that did just fine things don't move every six months they could last for five six seven eight nine years the other thing you mentioned was you try to find indicators that might determine if we should be on offense or defense and this is timely because today is october 31st october was a very volatile month for the market this is 2018 october 31st 2018 we saw tech stocks pull back a great deal Uh, we saw a lot of industries pull back a great deal. And you mentioned that we've got indicators for offense and defense. Can you tell the listeners how that might work? Yeah, just like a football team, there's times when you have the offense on the field and times when you have the defense on the field. And you're only allowed to run certain plays when that particular team of yours is on the field. So as much as you'd love to run a pass play when the defense is on the field, you don't possess the ball. Uh, so you can't run that play, Brian. Um, and again, we we try to work to identify should the offense be there or is it defense. And once we identify that, we have some plays or given if we have the ball or if we don't. Again, I, I'd want to clarify that and say that you know people usually would interpret defense to be my entire portfolios in cash or my entire portfolios in some sort of very risk off structure that doesn't necessarily mean that again if there if risk assets are in season using the, the 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 produce section we're still going to hold those because they're in season until that trend changes but during that when the defense team is on the field we wouldn't be able to buy anything just like we're you know we're not able to run a pass play and that's different than how it was when we worked together 10 years ago too at the major wirehouse there was no indication from the major New York think tanks that said, you guys need to go to defense. And I think that's a major frustration with our industry where people say, you need to be invested for the long term rather than find places where we might be able to protect our clients and make a smoother ride. Does that sound right? Yeah, I think that those we were kind of taught that you know you continue to buy those dips. And that generally does work out, but there's times when it doesn't and there's times when buying the dip you know, doesn't make sense so if if again if a strawberry is not in season you wouldn't go to the supermarket and buy the strawberry because you know that it's not going to taste very good and that's what we were kind of taught to do right right just buy it because it's out of favor well why not wait till it's in favor to really take advantage of what that would be beneficial to you for. I guess there's one more thing to go over, and that's we had a client this week that had an unfortunate incident, and he was kind of pulled away from his life. I don't want to go into too many details, but he's no longer with his family, right? And to have a point of contact at one place where all your things are organized, where everything is set up, where they had rolled all their 401ks over to the right spot, they had all their life insurance at the right spot, they had their wills and trusts 
all with with you and the firm. It gives people peace of mind. Would you agree? Yeah, I this was a situation where the wife didn't know who to turn to and if you just asked someone on the street who should I call, they pro- you probably wouldn't have recommended to call your financial advisor and tax accountant, but when she did call because we had a really complete picture of the family, we were able to really alleviate some fears that she had versus, you know, if she had some money at one company and another, you know, it's just hard to put all those pieces together. So we are here trying to really work with a select group of families and really understand all aspects of their life, not just one of them. And again, that's the uniqueness about our firm doing the taxes and the investments. So we look for everything in a complete picture, not just one side of, hey, what what are we getting, what are we doing just with the things that we handle? Terrific. Well, I think that sums it up nicely. If you heard music in the background, it's because today is October 31st. It's what I would call Halloween. I think I said that correctly. Wrong. Sometimes, wrong. Sometimes I say that wrong. But uh, Halloween. Halloween is uh, here, and that's why you're hearing that music in the background. Again, we want to introduce John White and Company, kind of who we are, what you can expect from this podcast going forward, and give you a brief idea of what our investment process is. So we appreciate your time. Again, this is Financial Flyby with Brian Pelling and Patrick White, and we look forward to hearing from you next week. Thanks.